You might want to hurt a fellow civil servant, which what's all this violence? This Christmas, and I was just delivering some Christmas. Hey, back up! This is a homemade explosive device, and I'll blow it up. You know why? Because I work for the post office, so you know I'm not stable. Tell him. This man is totally insane. Thank you. Now put the guns down. You too, Barnaby Jones. The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. sounds like what does it look like how does it feel how's your mom hey am i on this week you're completely on because sometimes i'm like hey welcome to the show and then tons like hey uh you're not on the show jerkweed finally i get to do the programming decisions i've always wanted and they include pretty much no changes except you're not on anymore <laughs> finally merry christmas butt face that's what happens most weeks yeah and then yeah. i gotta actually turn your mic back on just to be nice sorry about that it's fine, Ton, because it's the holidays. Well, it's Christmas time, so hey. I'm in a forgiving mood. Merry Christmas. And you're in a beefcake mood. Oh, yeah. Super beefy, super cakey. It's a five-count Christmas. Last week, it was a five-count Christmas Eve, if you're confused. Yeah. Now, now it's a five-count Christmas, 2020. Wonderful. It's after Christmas, if you're listening to this live on KMSU, it's Christmas was actually yesterday, but I talked with Santa Claus and he told me that this episode might be dropping, as the kids say, as the elves say, early on the fivecount.com and on all your favorite podcasting apparatus. So you could listen to it early. How early? Ah, like a couple days, before Christmas at least. Christmas so Eve? Because if you waited to listen to it live, yeah, like if you're Billy Floyd Shouts, who has early access but would rather listen to it live to get that full experience, yeah, like when you used to stay up late and try to watch Real Sex Volume 14 all scrambled up on Cinemax at 2 a.m., yes, then it's like it isn't Christmas anymore, so then you're probably sick of Christmas and you don't want to hear any Christmas songs, and tonight it's nothing but Christmas songs. Sorry about that. That's amazing. I mean, it's pretty good. You know, I don't know if you had the same experience, but it seemed like every time that Real Sex finally got clear, it was like at an old folks home nudist colony or something, and it was real terrible. So I learned pretty quickly that it was just not worth it. 
How many old naked hippie segments did they have on that show? It was a like lot. one every episode. Yeah, I feel like it was a lot. But so, you know what? I hung in there, Ton, because that's what you had to deal with. That's what you had to work with back then. <laughs> so it's like, hey, do you want to watch the old naked hippies or do you just want to go to bed with nothing? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Listen, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Merry Christmas. It's been a wonderful year. We are currently in the Five Count Studios, uh, which means just a regular public place, Dusty's place of business, actually. Um, (laughs) And it's a real serious blizzard outside. And uh, we're somehow braving the weather to make this happen. How often have we done this over the last 29 years of this program? I don't know. Does it not seem like, it's like we're a handful constantly of times. like canceling things, braving blizzards, tornado warnings? Oh, constantly? <laughs> I had the plague Maybe. a couple weeks ago. It's just like a lot of major life happenings are going on behind the scenes, but you never know about them because that is how dedicated Ton is to making great radio. Yeah. You know, now that I think about it, it has been quite a few times, different stuff. But we have legitimately braved blizzards multiple times, and even done some of it, like, from parking lots. I remember being interviewed because we were big shots. From the Walmart parking lot. Yeah. Because we got stuck trying to drive to the studio, so we turned around, thought maybe the Walmart parking lot would be the best place to do that, and then we got stuck even more, and then we just sat there. Yep. (laughs) It worked out, though. It's fine. Crazy. I'm so excited for Christmas. You forgot your Christmas bells. Do you, you still have your ear infraction? Or Don't get them too close to your face. Tons usually rocking the bells 365, but tonight it's a special Christmas episode. All your favorite Christmas tunes, five-cow mailbag questions. Uh, we might sing a song or two. Ton and I will do our annual gift exchange. It's really going to be quite the program. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. Well, you don't have to. It's happening right now. Is there presents? I brought a whole garbage bag full of presents. I brought presents for you. I hope you love them. I would just like to make a disclaimer here. I have a feeling that you brought actual gifts, and the (laughs) ones that I got are basically what's become a... uh, a biannual event here where I bring you gifts that you obviously don't need, probably don't want, and probably throw in a closet somewhere. I'm guessing there's a gifts from jerkweed closet in your house full of this stuff that nobody wants. Listen. I think you probably got actual gifts, and now I feel a little guilty. Well, no, just wait till you open them before you make any judgments. I might be trying to, like... These you know, might be garbage, too. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, maybe. I might be trying to, uh, you know, learn from your situation. And, and uh, yeah, we'll just, we'll just leave are, it open book here. Are you re-gifting? I'm just, you're going to have to open them and see what's in there. Ton. That's it. I don't want to spoil the surprise, but God, I hope that this top one is a Hulk Hogan mixer. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> Not nah. saying anything. Maybe we should just play a song or eight and then come back and figure (laughs) out what we should do all right uh speaking of christmas traditions ton here is 
my uh, warbling voice and your uh, lovely angelic acoustic guitar stylings, <laughs> this has become a tradition as well, a five-count Christmas by the five-count house band. Don't forget your super awesome clarinet solo. Yeah, that's me on the clarinet. Ton was wowed. I really was. I showed up at his house, and I pulled that out, and he's like, uh-huh, what is this, dummy? Yeah. Like, hey, you just wait. He had a clarinet, and, and like, he had a bass line like figured out and i just randomly came up with some guitar stuff to go with it i guess i think right didn't i just kind of do that it was magic time you had the lyrics and we just i remember doing this in my kitchen and at that time i lived in a two-bedroom apartment and right down the hallway from the kitchen was like my little computer music room and i had my recorder in there we just went right in there recorded it boom one take that was it and if you listen real closely during the clarinet bridge, you can hear Ton weeping in the bathroom. Yeah, it's down real. the hall. It's, yeah, across and down the hall slightly. So let's get to that, and then we'll come back because it's a five-count Christmas. When you're alone around the tree and you've got no family and your lights are off because your bills weren't paid.
lonely nights seem extra long When it seems you've got no place to go All you need is public radio It's the five count Christmas When you're ready to jump off the edge It's the five count Christmas Ton and I will talk you off that ledge When you wake up to be and don't like what you see When you look at yourself in the mirror No girls with mistletoe cause you've
what? You didn't know Christmas went hip hop? Check the clock and let the jingle bells rock. <laughs> Jingle Bells Rock. 
Hello, this is Jelly Bean Johnson from The Time, and you're listening to The Five Count. Yes, them Jingle Bell tassels was a good idea, baby. Mr. Santa Claus, Santa. Santa. What are you doing awake? Which Santa? He ain't here. Aww. Well, what do you want to see Santa for anyway? Santa's cool. Oh, Santa's cool? Yeah. I'll show you what's cool. Fellas.
Y'all just trying to divert the whole meaning of this. Ha ha ha, nothing. Y'all take y'all bus to bed. Now, where were we? Son, what's that? It's Christmas time. I hear something on the roof. Oh, yeah. Do you think it's terrorists? It's, I hope it's Claudia Schiffer. Claudia Schiffer? She yeah. must be 70 years old. It's fine. I would still entertain it. She was probably a senior when your mom was still in elementary school. Who's the other one? Kathy Ireland? How old is she? I think she's dead. One of them's got to be like my age. Nah, I mean... Cindy Crawford? Cindy Crawford's got to be in her 60s, Ton. I, well, I mean, I'm open to the situations. Well, I'm guessing they won't be open to the situation, which well, is what Ton's calling his, some stuff nowadays. <laughs> but it's Christmas time, so we won't get into that because there's probably families listening. I'm going to say Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you're just now joining us... We have played some beautiful music, and we are about to just really open up our hearts to one another with gifts and stories, and it's going to be a wonderful experience. That is wonderful. Ton, I've got some mailbag questions we could share for uh, for the Yuletide season. Let's do it. Here's one from John in New Ulm. Nice guy. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas to Five Count from Santa and John New Ulm. Whoa. With M&Ms in my cereal. A jolly what up. Might be at dad, so may miss your show. Oh, sorry. Always more fun to hear my bit. Well, I guess you're not hearing this, John, but Merry Christmas from last week. Aw. Well, thank you so much, John. I had no idea that Santa lived in New Ulm. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening in New Ulm. I don't know if you've been there. They they have Santa's house. Uh, John from New Ulm has a star on the sidewalk there. Wow. The only one on the sidewalk because... You know, who else is going to follow that? But yeah. There's the glockenspiel, whatever the hell that is. Uh-huh. I think it's like a big clock or something. All right. Or a pogo stick. What is a glockenspiel? I have no is idea. Like a socket wrench? Probably could be a clock. Well, I don't know. I've never been to New Ulm, but I hear it's beautiful. Even though I drive a German car, I don't really know German at all. Sorry about that. It's fine, Ton. Hey, here's a nice message I got last week. Hi, guys. Merry Christmas. I'm just listening to the discussion about whether to use stars or kisses on your cookies and wanted to take this to another tangent. Last Saturday, my daughter came over and we made four different types of cookies, one of which was an interesting variation on PB Blossoms. The kiss, and yes, it was an actual Hershey's kiss, was baked inside the cookie. It was very tasty. As an aside, I think our dough-to-kiss ratio was too high, which, alas, may have contributed to the cookie crumblage we later experienced. In any case, just wanted to get your opinions on this variation. Would you try them? Or would you be purists and consider these to be too apparent to eat? LOL. That means laugh out loud. Oh, thank you. I think I can guess your reactions. Whatever it is, our sincerest wishes to the both of you for... A happy and blessed Christmas and a great new year, and thank you so much for wafting the warbling notes of Mrs. Miller into our ears. Double laugh out loud. Sue in Lakeville. Aw, Sue in Lakeville. What a trooper. I really want to know what her guess is. 
She says she could guess our uh, what we would think about that cookie situation. I wish I knew what that was. But I'm going to give you mine right now. Sue, 100% yes, I would try that as long as I could, which means I have the wheat problem. So if you used wheat flour, I can't eat it. But if you made a gluten-free variation, 100% yes, I would try it. That's no problem. It seems like basically... Uh, like a peanut butter chocolate chip cookie, but with a giant chip. Sounds wonderful. Sounds delicious. I would absolutely do it. Plus, Ton, you're uh, used to cookie crumbleage because you're always baking things with that flour that kind of has the consistency of sand, but you try really hard to convince everyone that it's just like the real thing. That's not true. You've never tried it. <laughs> I just made gingerbread with my daughter, and it's delightful. It's delightful. It doesn't even dry too hard. I was able to make the recipe where it stays like kind of soft, like it's soft. Gingerbread, delicious. We put frosting on there. We put all kinds. My daughter, for some reason, wanted to put black frosting, red frosting, white frosting, and blue glitter sprinkles. It's like sugar sugar crystals, I guess is what you call it, but it looks like glitter. And since she's only three, each cookie got like a little mound of <laughs> blue sugar crystals. <laughs> so there was stockings that were like splattered with black frosting and blue <laughs> glitter sprinkles. It was awesome. Anyway, if you tried some one time, maybe you might like it. Well, you know, Ton, uh, that doesn't sound like me because, as you know, I am a Grinch, curmudgeon, Scrooge type person. The whole year round. I should have brought some tonight. You would have tried it. No, I can't. I got to keep this palate clean and keep these golden pipes uh, free of all blockages. Man. Otherwise, the show could suffer. And Serious. then, thereby, everyone's holidays would also suffer. Oh, man. So, are we done with the mailbag questions? Uh, we've got another one here, but I can save it for uh, the next time around if you want. Well, we can if you want. I was going to ask you. What's on the docket for Christmas dinner? Christmas dinner. Yeah, what are you making? What are you doing? Uh, I'm going to my mommy's. So I'm thinking we might get Godfather's pizza, because that's Christmassy as all get out. Really? Okay. Don't you think? Sure. What are you going to have? Some like a lobster stuffed in a duck? Um, Usually when I... So this year we're not having Christmas with any grandparents at all. So we're just going to be us and we'll hang out with parents another time. Um, but uh, So it sounds like Ton will be enjoying a nice silent treatment and a bowl of cereal for the holidays. Oh no, I'm doing all the cooking. But on Christmas Eve, my wife wants to have pizza and wants that to be a tradition deal. But normally... When I have Christmas with my mother, Christmas Eve is absolutely loaded with seafood. It's all crab legs, lobster, shrimp, scallops, mussels, 100% full on. It's been that way for years. But on Christmas Day, I am making a Christmas ham along with some Brussels sprouts and pancetta, that kind of situation. Ooh, yes. And I'm going to make cornbread stuffing. And yes, you can indeed have cornbread that is 100% made with corn flour and cornmeal. No wheat in it at all. 
Anton, you're a Christmas ham. I just wanted to mention that. Oh, man, it's going to be great. I'm so excited about it. I'm going to make a special ham glaze. Oh, yeah. It's going to be real good. I bet you say that to all the ladies. I really wanted to make a pumpkin pie, too, but we didn't. Uh, we weren't able to get a pumpkin. So I, I had a pumpkin pie for, for Thanksgiving. Canned stuff. But then I lost my sense of taste and smell. That's a and bummer. And then I just threw it in the garbage. Yeah, that's a serious bummer. Well, you know, that's my life. A serious bummer starring it's, me. <laughs> it's weird. I could, I suppose I could go to a grocery store tomorrow, but I don't really want to do that. So this is days, this is a few days or a couple days in, in before Christmas. I kind of don't want to try to go to a grocery store on Christmas Eve. I feel like that's kind of a rude thing to do. I worked at a grocery store for many years, and on Christmas Eve, I was always like, what is happening? Why are you here? Why are these people here? Yeah, but the, they're still going to be there whether you go shopping or not. That's true. Something to think about. Yeah. I mean, I won't. I've stopped. I've moved on now, but you can stay up late tonight thinking about that. All right. Thank you. Ton, let's uh, hear a Christmas story, shall we? All right. This has kind of become another Christmas tradition where we hear Christmassy tales from the past. Wonderful. Uh, Wonder Woman, I think is what you mean. Oh, yeah. And the prisoner of Christmas Island. Gather around, everyone. This is Ton's probably third favorite Christmas story. Behind Santa with muscles and that one with uh, Danny DeVito and Ferris Bueller. Oh, yeah. As an unsuspecting world prepares to celebrate that happiest of holidays, Christmas, a powerful nuclear submarine running silent and deep under the massive polar ice cap makes its way north to a spot directly below the only inhabited region in an otherwise desolate world of ice and snow. Navigational bearings readout, computer. Navigational bearings readout, latitude 90.0 degrees north, longitude 0 degrees. Excellent. Engine room, all engines stop. All engines stop. Proceed with drilling operation. Drilling operation proceeding. A powerful laser drill operating through the conning tower cuts a hole straight up through the ice, through which the captain climbs and steps out into the snow-covered streets of the tiny sleeping village above. Making his way unerringly to the home of the white-bearded patriarch of the community, he bursts in the door, gun in hand. You there! Get up! Get up! Uh, what, what time is it? Never mind! Get up and get dressed! You're coming with me! But where? It isn't time to ride in the reindeer... No questions! Move! Silently, they walk back to the hole in the ice and down into the waiting sun. The captain wastes no time. All engines, full speed ahead! All engines, full speed ahead! And like a gray-black ghost, her massive engines purring softly in the murky depths, the powerful sub sails silently south with its precious cargo. The next morning, the international airways are crackling with reports of an event of cataclysmic import. From the Soviet Union, we hear... This is Radio Moscow. Announced that our beloved grandfather Frost is lost. 
The implications of this catastrophe transcend all ideological and national barriers. In France, a weeping announcer can barely get the words out. The unthinkable, the unspeakable, the unbelievable has happened. Papa Noel has disappeared. Il est perdu, lost, gone, vanished. This is the voice of Vienna. Said Nicholas is missing. It is rumored that he fell through a hole in the ice and possibly drowned. And from America, an incredulous newsman with a typically American response. Santa Claus gone? Impossible. In the UN building in New York, an emergency executive meeting of the Security Council is called into session. The devastating effect of this event on the children of the world on this day before Christmas could be a tragedy beyond measure. I propose, therefore, that an international investigating commission be sent to the North Pole immediately. Santa Claus must ride again. But on a supposedly deserted island in the Pacific, an old enemy of Wonder Woman gloats over the success of her plan. Well done, von Richter. Thank you, Your Majesty. Once before I had a plan, a plan that failed only because of Wonder Woman. But phase one of my new master plan has now been completed, and this time I shall not fail. You will not fail, Your Majesty. For I am Brunhilde, mighty Teutonic goddess, returned from Valhalla on a sacred mission, and no one, not even Wonder Woman, shall stand in my way. Meanwhile, on sunny Paradise Isle, her ancestral home and legendary home of the Amazons, Wonder Woman walks along the beach with her mother, Queen Hippolyte, unaware of the turmoil raging in the outside world at that moment. Oh, Mother, it's been so wonderful to be home, free of the troubles and worries of the world of ordinary humans, if only for a little while. To take the cares of that world on your shoulders was your own choice, Diana, and now there is no turning back for you. You must return. It is the law of the gods. And as Wonder Woman flies back to America in her invisible plane, far above in the realm of the gods, Aphrodite, goddess of love, listens to a boastful god of war, the mighty Mars. <laughs> and there you have it, my dear Aphrodite. All the elements of this little play are in place. All the actors on stage. Once again, my powers and yours face each other in the classic confrontation about to take place down there in the world of humans. Good against evil, love against hate, light against darkness. Platitudes, nothing but empty platitudes. War is the natural human condition, the only reality. Peace is an illusion, refuge of the weak. Only the strong deserve to survive. And so once again you plan to set the world afire. And you must admit, my emissary is efficient. Her plan ingenious, and her timing a masterpiece. To bring war at the time of year celebrated as a time of peace on earth and goodwill toward man, this is indeed cruelty unworthy even of the god of war. <laughs> Forever moralizing. Such an exercise in futility. But your plan will fail, for there is on earth a champion of the forces of love who has foiled your plans before and will do it again. Wonder Woman. We shall see. We shall see. But now, let the play go on. <laughs> And back on Earth, in the children's ward of a hospital in Washington, D.C. Wonder Woman, you kept your promise. I got here as soon as I could. 
the children have been very depressed over Santa's disappearance. Everyone knows about it. Poor things. I just heard the news myself. I'll do my best to cheer them up. And as Wonder Woman moves from bed to bed, the sad little faces light up at the sight of their famous visitor. Are you really Wonder Woman? Yes, I am. What's your name? I'm Susie. Susie. What a nice name. And what would you like Santa to bring you tonight? A doll and a teddy bear. Okay, Susie. I'll see that Santa gets the message. Wonder Woman? Yes? Will you help find Santa so that he can ride tonight? Don't worry, Susie. I'll do my best. And what's your name, young man? I'm Johnny. Johnny Appleton. And what would you like for Christmas, Johnny? A baseball and a baseball glove and a bat. A ball, a glove, and a bat? Yeah, because someday I'm going to walk again and run and play with the other kids and everything. That's wonderful, Johnny. And I promise you, your name will be at the top of Santa's list. But what if you can't find Santa? We'll find him. You'll see. Her name is Beth. She's been this way all day. Oh, my! Tears on the day before Christmas? Would you like to tell me what's wrong, Beth? Oh, it's Wonder Woman. I'd like to help you, if you'll let me. Nobody can help. Maybe Santa can. If it's something you want, I'll tell him, and maybe he'll bring it to you. Santa Claus isn't coming tonight. Of course he is. I saw him downstairs. That's only a make-believe Santa Claus. The real Santa Claus isn't coming. I know he isn't. I'm afraid there's no consoling her. If only we had some idea where he might be. Wonder Woman, there's an urgent call for you. You're wanted at the White House immediately. Thank you for coming, Wonder Woman. I am honored, Mr. President. But I don't understand... It's about the Santa Claus kidnapping. Kidnapping? So that's what it was. Yes. We received a radio message from the kidnappers. We don't know who they are, where they're holding him, or why. But they demanded that you be present when they contact us again. The call is coming in, Mr. President. Stand by. Mr. President, is Wonder Woman there? Yes, she is here. Good. Then listen carefully. In return for the release of your precious Mr. Claus, we demand $500 million, delivered personally by Wonder Woman. She must come alone, here to Christmas Island, and no tricks. At the first sight of any plane, submarines, or warships, the prisoner will be executed. That is all. And so, von Richter, phase two has begun. Excellent, Your Majesty. And now... Do you know what happens when Wonder Woman arrives? Well, I thought... We will take her prisoner, put her in the dungeon with our other prisoner, and then, as we take off in our specially equipped command plane to carry out the third and final phase of our plan... Yes, Majesty? Wonder Woman and Santa Claus 
and Christmas Island will all be blown to kingdom come in one great explosion. <laughs> and do you see the delightful symbolism in this? Symbolism? Ah, yes. Santa Claus, a place called Christmas? The decadent trappings of a decadent world. I shall restore the Germany of old, the power of the ancient gods, and the glory of the master race. Yahul, the master race! And with our robot satellites in orbit, ready to bomb the major capitals of the world at my command, I shall demand the surrender of all nations in the United Nations, and we shall fly to Washington, D.C., where I will be crowned queen of the world. Heil Brunhilda! Soon, Wonder Woman in her invisible plane is racing at incredible speed to her rendezvous with Doomsday on a remote island in the mid-Pacific. The ocean is so large and that island so small, but I must find it for the sake of children everywhere. Ah, that must be it. That atoll down there looks uninhabited. No buildings visible. Nothing but coral reefs and... Wonder Woman? Calling Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman here. Go ahead. On the inside rim of the coral reef, you will see a blinking light. Yes, I see it. It marks a camouflaged landing platform. You will land there. The platform will descend, carrying you to my subterranean command post. Bring the money and do not attempt to communicate with anyone. As Wonder Woman lands on the platform, it descends far below the surface and stops. A door opens. And she steps out into a brilliantly lit cavern, in the center of which stands... Brunhilde! I thought that voice was familiar. Wonder Woman, alias Diana Prince. I've been looking forward to this moment for a long time. There's no time for small talk. I've brought the money. Here it is. Now, turn your prisoner over to me, as per our agreement. Certainly. Come with me. Here we are. Von Richter, open the cell door. Yes, Majesty. As Wonder Woman steps inside to lead the prisoner out, the door slams shut behind her. <laughs> there you are. Company for the prisoner of Christmas Island. I should have expected a trick of some kind. In warfare there are no tricks. Only tactics and strategy. And this tactic has succeeded. You, as a prisoner, I really wanted, not that fat little man. Then why not release him? Let him ride tonight, for the sake of little children everywhere. He will ride no more. From now on, there will be a new order, a new discipline, a new race. There will be no room for the sentimental claptrap and nonsense that he represents. And now we leave you. What are you going to do with us? Since even you cannot break through the indestructible metal the cell door is made of, I'll tell you. My command plane is in a hangar in the next room. Von Richter and I will board that plane. When we reach the surface and take off, the push of one button will destroy you and the fat one and this ridiculous little island. How nice. The push of a second button will release nuclear bombs from my satellites which will destroy New York, London and Moscow. The push of a third button... Well, what about the third button? 
If the United Nations do not surrender unconditionally and crown me queen of the world, I shall destroy every major city on Earth. And now, Wonder Woman, goodbye forever. But Brunhilde had forgotten the powers of Wonder Woman's magic tiara. Pounding the rock wall of the dungeon with a tiara, Wonder Woman cuts through it like butter, and the cell door to which it was attached falls off at a touch. There, we are free. Come, good friend, we must hurry. Running to the platform that had brought her down to the cavern, they board her invisible plane, and the platform rises to the surface just in time for them to see Brunhilde's plane take off. We must get off this island before she blows it up. Hurry, robot plane. Made it just in time. Gotta bring down that command plane now. Can't let her destroy the world's greatest cities. Maneuvering her speedy craft close to Brunhilde's plane, Wonder Woman hurls her magic lasso around the tail of a much larger plane, just as Brunhilde is gloating over the destruction of Christmas Island and the supposed demise of her most dangerous foe, and prepares to send the electronic command to the satellites to drop their bombs. Phase two has been completed, Von Richter. Wonder Woman is no more. Now we proceed to phase... What's wrong? We're heading straight down. Bring up the nose. Bring it up. I can't, Majesty. Something's jamming the tail controls, forcing us down. Be right in place. And as Wonder Woman watches the plane sink beneath the waves, suddenly she sees an extraordinary sight. A great white horse rising out of the water, carrying a Valkyrie. Like the legend of old, it's Brunhilde! Yes, it was the warrior maiden Brunhilde on her final journey to Valhalla, home of the fallen god heroes, never to return to Earth again. After notifying Washington of the necessity of disarming Brunhilde's orbiting satellites, Wonder Woman flies her companion back to his headquarters in the far north. We made it, and in time. Thank you, Wonder Woman, not just for what you have done for me, but for the children of the world. And at the stroke of midnight, once again we hear a familiar voice and a welcome sound as Santa rides again. On Vixen, on Prancer, on Rudolph, on Dancer, and Merry Christmas, Wonder Woman, and everyone, everywhere. Hi, uh, I'm Naoko from Shonen Knife, and you are listening to Five Count. Shonen Knife no Naoko desu. ただいまお聞きの放送は「ファイブカウント」です「ファイブカウント最高
know every year it's the same old thing. All work and no play getting these presents together. You know what's that too, huh? Damn straight. This year we got a cool with that guy. I'm hip. Add a little soul to this white Christmas. I can dig it, boss. Get a little. Huh? Right on, brother. Come on, Rudolph. Get your best up. We're going to fly down and have ourselves a disco Christmas.
Everybody, this is John Schneider, the Dukes of Hazard guy, and you are listening to the Five Count. Just a good old boy, never meaning no harm.
The story of Christmas is as old as time itself. So believe me, brothers and sisters, let's not put none of that good soul talent on the shelf. If you've been weary and lonely and didn't know what to do, come and take a few of these simple lessons from James Brown and me, and you'll feel the same way too. <laughs> I do the monkey, the mashed potatoes, whenever I'm blue. Don't worry about nothing. Get some exercise And you can do the same thing too You know the story On Christmas morn A sweet little baby boy was born Don't worry about nothing Cause I'm your friend I'm your friend Don't worry about nothing Cause I'm your friend I'm your friend Don't worry about nothing, cause I'm, I'm your Christmas friend. Don't be hungry, cause I'm your friend, I'm your Christmas friend. Hey, listen to me. Don't be hungry. When I'm in need, I dig talent to make my heart bleed. It makes my heart bleed. Shoot your eye out, kid. Merry Tunmas. Oh, yeah. It's a five-count Christmas. You know, I gotta ask you, when is the last time that you actually watched that film? Which one? Kindergarten Cop? Yes. Uh, it came out 30 years ago the other day. Okay, so when's the last time you watched it? Uh, you know, I was watching it right before you showed up. Don't tell me how it ends, okay? All right. Because I had to pause it. When's the last time you actually watched A Christmas Story? I don't know, like two years ago, maybe. Okay. I haven't watched it for years either, and I'm I, like, I keep thinking about watching it, and then my memories, I'm like, was it really that good? Should I watch it again? Or have I watched it too many times? Is it one of those situations? I don't know. 
Honestly, and this will make everyone upset, I'm not even sure that film would crack my top 10 Christmas films. Yeah, wow. It's just kind of, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. But it's no Silent Night, Deadly Night, as we mentioned last week. It's definitely not. Speaking of top-level Christmas, I received a wonderful letter in the mail addressed to me from a Mr. Dustin Wilness. Shall that guy's I look a at real Munson. Shall I look at it right here? It's got it's really nice. I really like the stamp even. Okay. This is awesome. Look here, it's a gift certificate. It's for the Jelly of the Month Club. One year membership. <laughs> to Justin Tunkline from Frank Shirley, President Nutritox. Dust, this thing's way expired. Date is December 24th, 1989. <laughs> Expiration, December 31st, 1990. I can't even get the jelly anymore. Ton, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. <laughs> I see. It says that on the bottom here. That's great. Thank you so much. After the 16 years of the, the five count, I finally got my Christmas bonus I've been waiting for. It fell between the seats. I didn't see it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Dude, this is really nice. I appreciate this. Thank you very much. Well, you know, nothing but the best. Well, I'm not sure where we're supposed to go right at this moment, but I mean, I believe you do have some gifts there down next to you. You want me to open these? Uh Uh-huh. What? When you open your garbage bag full of gifts, I think I should make a video for all the people online so they can be like wow those guys really know how to have a good time well get your phone fired up and i'll record you and you can record me and we'll just get this rolling here i mean it can't be that difficult with modern technology and all well you'd be surprised how dumb i am ton <laughs> that's not true how do we do this on you're facebook? a smart guy do we go on facebook hold it yeah i think Is this so a facebook i like just saying facebook I don't know where you're going, but you're leaving me hanging here. I need a mic stand. I need two hands for these. This momentous pile of gifts. Well, you gotta. I don't know what's happening here. There's you a good chance stand. We'll, be, we'll be fixing this in post so you don't hear me struggling to figure out how to use Facebook. Yeah, so you need the stand in order to be able to open gifts and stuff and then, you know, record stuff. Is that how it works, Tom? Yeah. Yeah, man. How's that? Looks great. Hey, let's uh let's make a video. How do you do it? Damn it, ton, why didn't oh I sorry, I didn't mean to say that. I figured it out. <laughs> Are you going live right now? I don't know. We could raise money. Can we raise money for ourselves? Sure. How do I look? Great? Uh, Ton, you always look great. That's kind of a silly question. I think we're live on Facebook. This is a sneak peek. Uh, If you're just joining us on Facebook, we're recording a five-count Christmas. All right. That's that radio show that I'm always continuously whoring out on TV or on Facebook or whatever you call it. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. And then you never do. And then nobody does. And then Tun sits at home alone at night crying because he thinks he's got, like, friends and stuff. And everyone's like, eh, whatever, I didn't hate that guy. I remember when he worked at hy V and I always wanted to punch him, smack him right around in the dairy section. Nobody says that stuff. Tun, I got some presents for you. That's what? that's why we're... I got presents for you, too. Tun... Here, give me the phone. 
in the little well lookout. Let me see this. All right. Sorry about the uh, the computer stuff. How do I look? Go ahead and open up that small gift there. This you look one? fantastic. Yeah. Is it uh, cologne? I don't want to say. Tom, is it one of those glass like race cars or a gun that like actually has? You wish. Like the ones from Avon. I would love. I to used find to collect those. Those, those are awesome. I, if I find one, I will buy it for you. Oh, ton! Yes. Look at that. You called it earlier in the show. There it is. It's all yours. It's the Hulk Hogan Thunder Mixer. I don't know if you noticed, but I put an extra piece of paper in there as to not tape to the box so we don't damage it. If you yeah. open the inside, it is still mint condition in the plastic. I have never used it. Well, this is the quickest, easiest way to mix ton, but because I'm so buff already, yeah. I'll probably just leave it in the box for collecting purposes. That's a real serious good idea. Uh, full disclosure, I gave this as a gift to ton about 12 years ago, uh-huh. thinking it was awesome. It is and awesome. Ton's like, oh, cool. And then I don't know where it went from there. Never saw it again until right this moment. Yes. Because he always knew secretly, actually not very secretly, because I mentioned it out loud several times, uh-huh. that, uh, man, I really wish I'd have just kept that for myself. Uh-huh. So now it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> it's really awesome, actually. Have you used it? No, dude. I told you it's still in the plastic. I didn't want to taint the the Thunder Mixer. It says here I can make scrambled eggs. You can. And instant pudding. You can make whatever you want. Son, thank you so much. You're welcome, dude. This is really great. There's a legend out there that Hulk Hogan like left to go to the gym or something. Got a phone call from someone that was like, hey, I have a business proposition for you. It's like this weird grill thing. Uh, and I also have this mixer. So uh, whoever <laughs> calls me first can get their first pick. Thanks, see ya. And Hogan's like busy hanging and banging. So the guy calls George Foreman and he's like, Yeah, I'll take that grill. Sounds cool. Oh, and then wow. Hulkster got stuck with this thing. Oh, wow. That's what I've heard. Dude, the grill blew up serious. Like, and the Thunder Mixer is just, only, I think you're the only one that owns one now. It's the only one I've ever seen. <laughs> wow. Thank That's you, awesome. This is the best Christmas ever. Are you going to open the next one, or am I supposed to open one? I'm a little nervous. I can't. Mostly because we're on Facebook Live. Yeah. People are... Somebody really... Oh, somebody just said, who's that guy? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, what is it, Tom? Straight from Amazon. Just kidding. Not from Amazon, but... What's in here? Well, you got to open it to see. Pantyhose. I really grilled cheese. Am interested to see what uh, I can't say anything. Aquarium rocks. I kind of yeah. I'm not. I don't want to say anything until you open it. Gar. It's full of garbage. Uh huh. I really kind of hope that it was yours once upon a time, and I'm bringing it back to you. (laughs) It's just a lot of garbage. I really kind of hope that it is a lot of garbage. What is this? Dude, I know you like plastic bags. So I put some in there. What the hell is this? <laughs> I don't know. I saw it and thought you needed to own it. Have you owned one of those? Wow. It says wild thing on it, and I have no idea if that's like our wild thing in Minnesota or like at Valley Fair or what it is. I don't know anything about it. If you're listening on the show... There's uh, M&M's on a roller coaster. This one looks like he's about to throw up. Yes. So this is like an M&M dispenser. 
very dirty. I'm not sure I'd actually put any food in this thing until I gave it a good scrubbing. Dude, let me just ask, though. Did, have you owned that? Have you looked back here? Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> and I purposefully did not clean it. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, man. I'll just let him decide if he actually wants to use this thing or what. It even has Tun's motto on the back that he tells all the ladies. In the event of a product jam, please shake gently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's a part of me that 100% like was was worried that you actually owned that and got rid of it and i'm bringing it back to you oh i see you push on it and then candy falls out onto the floor yep or into your hand if you have it at the edge of the counter so you've never seen one of those before no not this particular one do you think the wild thing is somehow tied to valley fair or did m&ms randomly call it the wild thing before the wild thing existed or i feel like this is probably related to uh the film major league no that would be amazing if wild it was thing. you can tell yourself that make you feel better listen self check out this cool m&m major league collectible that ton got you uh-huh thank you so much you're welcome i hope you enjoy it for many years to come now what do we do anything else where are the rest of my gifts that's it come on ton it's all the gifts. Am I supposed to get the phone back? Well, if you want. Okay. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, you're supposed to... I have a garbage bag full of gifts for Ton for Christmas. He's waiting for me to get up and get them for him, but I'm not going to because I'm a radio professional. Listen, I, that's why I got you the stand, but you're somehow weird about the stand, so now I got to be... I don't want... Because when I'm using the stand, I got like a bunch of like bull snorting pig sounds coming out of my nose and my fat face, and they go into the mic, and I don't recognize that it happens until afterwards. Should I be bringing both these over here? Wow. Hey, Ton, it's a five count Christmas. It is. Merry Christmas, We're everybody. We're opening uh, gifts on the radio program, so if you're just listening, go back to, uh, we'll put this on YouTube or. I, I don't know, Tunnel send it to you burnt on a DVD or something so you could enjoy it. This to its paper fullest. is really awesome. I'm com- coming in. Is there one I'm supposed to open first? No. Does it matter? Let me again preface this by saying, uh, much like Tun's birthday, this gift is something that uh, he does not need, want, and will have a hard time um, making me believe that he's not totally disappointed. Are you ready? Let's see it. <laughs> oh, God. Why? Wow, what is that? Tom? Why? What is it? <laughs> it's friggin' oh, Batista. Look at that. That's yeah. a ring giant. With his gi- <laughs> Look at a Godsmack sun tattoo around his belly button. Gross, dude. Why? That's wonderful. Let's see it again. Dude, it's, it is from scratch logo era and before he had way more tattoos oh god ton is just opened about a 14 inch tall batista action figure still in the box look at the pictures of them even there's they're very non-proportionate and strange looking god he looks terrible i think what you meant to say ton was oh my god thank you so much oh my god thank you so much that's awesome now if you don't want to open it i understand oh man it's from kmart i forgot to take the price tag off did you really get it from it wait who's that from it's from santa okay Uh, santa came to your house first man 
it's too bad you don't have someone for Batista to face off against, you oh, know, God. considering he's a ring giant. And based on the guys on the back, I'm not <laughs> really sure who it's going to be. Oh, dude. <laughs> yes. Dude, that's actually awesome. Wow, dude. Did you get another one? Eddie Guerrero. He's not on the back of here. What? That means, Tanya, you're going to have a lot of collecting to do. Yes, dude. Wow. Latino heat. Yeah. That's 14 inches dude, of posable action. At him. As Ton usually tells his dates. Don't be a punk. Get them all. Yeah. Look at John Cena's lame shorts. Wow. Chris I can't see him, Ton. Who are you talking about? Wow. <laughs> 13 points of articulation. That's more points of articulation than I have. Wow, dude. Wow. This is actually really amazing and probably... I mean, where do you even find these? How do you get these? Is this Kmart, even... I think. Time. I've never even seen this before. Well, now they're yours, pal. What the hell am I going to do with these things? Open them up and play with them, ton. Duh. Really? What are you going to Just leave them in the box and collect dust? Don't be a wuss. I mean, that's... Well, I guess. Trust me, those aren't as collectible as you're hoping. Okay, so I should open Nobody them. Nobody wants in. those. You're not going to be able to sell them. We'll see if... Uh, <laughs> so we'll play a song or five, and then we'll come back and we'll maybe have a matchup. Awesome. All right, well, thanks. That was the Five Count Christmas Gift Exchange. Thank you so much. In case you're wondering what kind of uh, cheese dog setup we have here when we record the shows now, because we're not allowed to be in the actual studio... It looks kind of something like this. It's very cheese dog. The viewers are dropping like flies. Let's let's uh, go ahead and play some tunes. Okay. See you on the... Uh... God, I want to play with those. Let's go. Let's, uh, let's hear another... Hey, Ton, it's Christmas time. Here's some ween. I'm Gene Ween. And I'm Dean Ween. I'd like to thank everybody for all your support this year. and It's been great, you know, having a lot of fun. We'd like to sing you a little song right now, Dean. What do you think? That would be great, Gina. All right, let's go for it. It's called Silent Night. Okay, you ready? Silent night, holy night. All is calm, all is bright. Round young virgins, mother and child. Holy infant, you are so tender and mild. Sleep in heavenly peace. Sleep in heavenly peace. Silent night, holy night. All is calm, all is bright. Round young virgin, mother and child, little one. Holy infant, so tender and mild. Christ the Savior is born. Christ the Savior is born. I think. I don't I'm not sure actually.
This is Tia Mori, and you are listening to The Five Counts. I encourage everyone to have a cup of hot cocoa with whipped cream, maybe even a glass of wine, and just sit back with your girlfriends or your family and just enjoy the show. See you there. Happy Holidays! Believe 
what you want to. Nothing's really true. Happy holiday, Merry something to you. Merry something to you. Merry something to you. Merry something to you.
ソリは走る鈴を鳴らし声を合わせ高らかに歌おうソリの歌ジングルベルジングルベル鈴は鳴るソリは進むよ早手のようにジングルベルジングルベルソリは行く行く蹴り進むその楽しさよ Christmas. Tree. 
This is Thor, the Rock Warrior, and you're listening to The Five Count. See you again, old scratch. It's a five-count Christmas. It's been wonderful. Thank you so much for the wonderful gifts. If you're just now joining us, please take a look at the video that we've got posted on Facebook. Go to thefivecount.com. Check out everything that we have. But we just posted a video on Facebook of uh, our little gift exchange, and it was fantastic. 
Ton, speaking of fantastic, you were so excited about all these awesome gifts that you forgot about the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five count history. Oh man, we got to do that. Well, let's do it now, Ton, because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five count history. Got some bad news for you, Ton. It was Christmas Day 2010, roughly 10 years ago, and once again, thanks in part to the Christmas Grinch himself, Jim Gully Gullickson, uh, we did not have a program 10 years ago. We wanted to, and we were told, uh, no. Ton was super pissed. (laughs) That's ridiculous. But Gully the Grinch said, nope, we need to play 15 hours of my dad's jazz, so no show for you. Weird. So, uh, ten years ago, Ton was someplace, and I was probably in bed, and unfortunately there was no five count, and all the children cried. That seems ridiculous. Well, that was the kind of stuff we had to deal with back in the day. We'd get canceled on Valentine's Day, we'd get canceled on Christmas, we'd just a lot of times get canceled if we tried to pre-record and go on vacation or something, or... Sometimes when we were there, we just got canceled anyway, and we're like, hey, how come nothing works? Oh, I don't know. I'll fix it Monday. And who had to suffer? All of the gentle listeners. That's who. Yeah. Crazy. Tons just sick. I kind of remember that, too. There was a couple things. Like, that happened with a Christmas, and then it used to happen regularly with Valentine's, and you're just like, nope, you can't have a show. And we're like, what do you mean we can't have a show? Like, we're willing to go up there and do the show, and it's fine, and be great. One year, we went up there and just did it anyway. Yeah. And nobody knew, because nobody listened. And we should have did that ten years ago, Tom, but yeah. we were too professional to rock the Christmas boat. Yeah, crazy. And that was ten years ago in five-count history. And now we're back. And now we're back. It's a five-count Christmas present day. It's wonderful. It's been wonderful. Well, Ton, we've played all our favorite Christmas tunes, heard about Wonder Woman, and the Prisoners of Christmas Island. We've got a mailbag question from your pal Billy Floyd Shouts. Oh, great. He says, I would like to wish you fellas a Merry Christmas. Thank you for continuing to provide me with consistent Saturday night entertainment, even in a pandemic. You are the real radio heroes. Anyhow, with this being a pretty awful and forgettable year, what were your bright spots? Ton, I feel like every week with you is a bright spot for me. Just like to get that right out there. Oh, that's nice. You know, I feel the same way, Dust. I really do. And um, thank you, Billy Floyd Shouts, because most of the time I'm uh, just wondering if you hate my guts or if it's (laughs) just your sense of humor. So thank you for that. But, uh... Yeah, I really enjoy doing this with you, Dust. I'm glad we got to continue doing this or we figured out a way to continue doing this through COVID. Um, I honestly, despite some certain situations in my life, uh, when I look back on this last year, I actually have a lot of bright spots. And it feels weird sometimes talking about them because... A lot of people didn't have any bright spots at all, you know? A lot of them. A lot of people didn't. It's a. It's been a crazy, strange year, and it's affected everyone differently. Um, I hope no matter what side of whatever fence you're on uh, in relation to COVID or politics or whatever it is, 
I hope somehow underlying people um, are just trying to be more open-minded to each other now you know like be open realize that we're all people on the planet earth i mean if anything should teach us this it should be this right now everyone's in a pandemic and everybody's going through it in different ways so i mean we just got to be open to each other and show each other love that's what christmas is all about showing each other love so some of my bright spots was that christmas um i was still able to be pretty active at my church and that was good for me also um had some great times with my daughter super hilarious she has been uh, just a real gem this year got a new car built a new patio built a new uh, deck i'm tearing up here. a lot of stuff it's been great and i got some really sweet ring giant action figures yeah those are great i kind of hope in maybe 10 years or so you re-gift those to me as well oh i i i'll do it <laughs> how about you dust Ton, I'm uh, glad. I think one of the major bright spots for me was that I got the Coroni and I lived. That is a good one. Also, um, because Ton is so, I guess, well off, I would say, uh, he agreed to give me his stimulus check the next time around, which yeah, was just... a major bright spot for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just hope it gets increased somehow. And the third bright spot for next year, I'm starting early next year, Ton and I are going to drive to Wasika and eat frozen custard with our best friend Billy Floyd shouts. We gotta do that, dude. We have to. I would love to do that. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yes. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for being here with us all these years and through this uh, this uh, kind of crazy year and holiday. I wish you all the best. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Let's do some quick uh, bookkeeping here, Ton, because... As I mentioned, if you're listening to this on KMSU on Saturday, Christmas was yesterday. So on our Patreon page, we had a brand new The Five Count at the Movies with Ton's all-time favorite Yuletide classic, Christmas Evil. That's really something. It's great. You could watch it with Ton and I. It's kind of like a Mystery Science Theater, except uh, with Ton instead of the talking gumball machine. Yes. You should definitely check it out. Get on Patreon for only $1. You can have that and so much more. There's a lot of content that's available to you before anyone else gets to hear it, um, as well as a bunch of extra content that you can't find anywhere else. And a bonus show coming up on January 1st. It's a request show. We've gotten numerous requests, way more than I thought we would. Uh, Still a couple holdouts, and uh, as I mentioned, Ton will be filling those slots with late 80s Ted Nugent. Awesome. But uh, in the meantime, go to thefivecount.com, check out everything that Ton was mentioning, and go to our YouTube page, check out the Five Count Co-op, which are back in action. We just did a very Christmassy episode of Bad Dudes, so check that out. I'm going to go home and make some protein shakes with my new Hulk Hogan Thunder Mixer. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to play with some ring giants in the tub with my daughter tomorrow night. God bless us, everyone. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas and have a happy new year. (laughs) This is the last show of the year, Ton. See you next year. See you next year.